Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome, welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. On Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and of course, you can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, so here we are. 31 days into the new year. And I've got to say that my plan, my plan for hope that this year will be the year that people wake up and be really civilized drivers. Oh, man. Man, 31 days. 31 days in the year, and I don't see it happening. I really don't. I honestly, to tell you the truth, I really don't. And I got some stories that will tell you the truth in regards to that. But I do want to tell you a quick story. Here uh, in California, believe it or not, last, what, Thursday? Well, really, Wednesday, Thursday, part of Friday, uh, rain, and Californians, oh my God, you guys can't drive. The bottom line is you can't drive. A little bit of rain, there was crashes after crashes, vehicles getting stuck, vehicles getting flipped over on the freeways, going off embankments, you name it, it happened. Because people think that they can still drive as fast as they want when the road conditions are wet, as if it was dry. That is an incorrect statement. It will never be that way. Hydroplaning. Stopping distance. And remember, what happens in the first couple of hours when it rains? Especially here in California, when it hasn't rained in 10, 8 months, or 8 to 10 months. All the oil uh, deposits that are on embedded in the road itself starts to come to the surface. And it makes it a very slick road. Not to mention, our roads are not really the greatest in America. So we have a lot of potholes, divots, roads that kind of bend and twist. Leaving. Leaving. Potholes. Little puddles of water. And you end up 
hydroplaning. So you end up in all, all sorts of uh, deals here in California. But for the last couple of days, it has been nothing but wall-to-wall -wall crash over here. This is over here. Car flipped over here. I've drove home the other night, and I listened to a couple of different radio stations that I know. KNX 1070 for one of them, because you all know I've interviewed Jennifer York and from that station, and she's a traffic reporter. Ah, that reminds me, I try to I gotta reach out to her to get her back on air. But the thing is, is I listen to it, and it's the same as it is everywhere. No matter how fast you're going in a rain condition, you have to be cautious. And I've seen people texting. There was people eating while they were driving in the rain. And it just, I, I'm just marveled at the fact that these people think that they can get away with it. And for some of them, well, they paid a small price. They ended up getting into crashes that probably was totally preventable if they were paying attention to the road and the driving conditions that were around them. But they were not. So therefore, hmm. Yeah, good luck getting a new car now. I'm just saying. Oh, that's for the perpetrators. Now, the victims, yeah, you just happen to be in the wrong spot at the wrong time. I seen it on the 91 freeway when I came home. It, it was amazing. And and honestly, I was listening to KNX, and I was getting ready to take the fast track. Uh, I take the fast track probably every Friday, if possible, because... The, while the rest of the uh, while the rest of the ninety one is in a standstill, at least in the fast track, it goes a little faster. I, I got to pay for it. Yes, I do. Depending on the time of day you enter, that will be and the volume of traffic on the outside will tell us how much we're paying. And just as I was getting ready to get in there, I was probably about a half a mile away. And I was listening to KNX, and they said, well, imagine this for the first time out there heading uh, south on a 91. It is totally wide open. Never happens on a Friday. And I'm thinking to myself, what? And I happened to glance down at, you know, I use my GPS no matter what. The reason why, mostly, I know how to get back and forth to work, from home to work. I know that. But I use it, kind of gauge where crashes are, because my app will tell me there's a crash a mile ahead, or there's a CHP officer ahead, or there's a disabled vehicle, or there's a road hazard ahead. So I used it. But when they told me that, when KNX went ahead and told me that the 91 freeway westbound was totally open and it never ever really happens, man, I just, well, I just veered off a little more to the right and I didn't take that exit that will get me on the expressway. So I saved six fifty. Well, I think it was six fifty. Might have been five fifty. Uh, not really sure. But the idea is, I made it down to Corona area in a normal, decent time. So as I'm driving in, I'm getting closer toward Lake Elsinore, and I'm listening to KNX still. And all of a sudden, they break the news. There's a four car crash on the ninety one freeway. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God, they can't even get this day straight. 
There has to be somebody doing something crazy. But that also applied to the 405, the 105, the 60, the 57, the 71. There was things every, every road, major road in California that within my geographical area that I'm talking about got slammed with something. Actually, one of them had a six-car pileup. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, the road is shut down. And it was shut down for hours. They said it was going to be about four or five hours before they can even open it. Oh, my gosh. Hey, but that's how it is here in California. Uh, For those that do not live in California, listen to my podcast show. Be thankful you live where you live. or Maybe, just maybe, that's not the true statement. Maybe you have it worse than I am. The only place that I know that's really worse than where I'm at, I remember driving through uh, Atlanta one time. That was scary during rush hour. Yeah, we didn't move either there. All right, we'll be back after this. You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh-huh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. And you can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. And just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, so here's the deal. Normally, this is a segment that I utilize or... In case you haven't noticed, I changed the show up a little bit. This is a segment where I go ahead and name the top story from the previous show. 
Unfortunately, I deleted the audio. So therefore, unfortunately, I don't have it. But I will tell you a little bit about it, and then we're going to move on to what we were going to do. And so the top story, believe it or not, from last show, i got to have somebody voice that over for me. I really do. I have a person that I, I have a person in mind that I think can do it. Uh, I just got to see if uh, that person will do it for me. Anyways, here is the top story from the last show. Everybody kind of remembers that I got this from WPLG, where the mother says that daughter who died in a fiery crash was afraid of speeding. That's when she was stopped at an intersection at a red light when she got rear-ended by another car, which pushed her into the intersection, and this should not have happened. So therefore, that is my top story. And unfortunately, I don't have the audio for that, so that is my top story of the last show. Might have to dig that up and play it back, maybe. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. So here we are, my hope, my hope that the new year will change people. 31 days in the new year, and I now no longer think it's going to happen. Although each and every week I do the show, I'm still going to bring it up. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen until this story from KMOV where a couple was killed by an alleged intoxicated person. And keep in mind, this was not the driver's very first time doing this. The bad thing about this story, other than two uh, or a couple was killed because of the driver doing what he or she did, what ended up happening is they ended up leaving five kids without parents. Tonight, five kids without parents after police say an intoxicated driver crashed into their car, killing a Metro East couple. And tonight, News 4's Alexis Zotos is learning this isn't the suspect's first DWI. 25-year-old Justin Eberly is locked up here in St. Louis County Jail tonight after Missouri Highway Patrol arrested him for driving under the influence. They say he crashed into the back of a car, killing the couple inside. A Metro's family is coming together to light candles and remember 33-year-old Natalia Trigg and 39-year-old Henry Gaston. You know, he had, you know, worked hard for his family. You know, he loved them. He loved all of us. Henry's sister says everyone's biggest concern right now is the couple's five children and two grandchildren that are left behind. It's hard to explain to them that both your parents are gone. They're no longer here with you. And they have a young baby who's not even one yet. He's not going to know who his mother and father is personally at all. Balloons mark the crash site on Interstate 270, just south of Manchester in West County. Investigators say on Friday night, Justin Eberly was driving carelessly and hit the couple's car, sending them crashing into a tree. They said he was under influence. I mean, it's terrible. And then he was, my daughter, usually doing the speed limit. Well, she's doing a 65 and he knocked her off the road. According to court documents, Justin Eberly has several previous charges, including a DWI from 2015. According to records, he completed his community service program just last week. It's messed up 
how it happened, how they were taken from us, you know, we'll never see them again. And that's unfair. Now, we are working to learn whether or not Eberly had a valid driver's license when he crashed on Friday night. Right now, the victim's families, again, are worried about funeral expenses and taking care of all those children. They have started a fundraising page. We have that linked on the KMOV News app. In Clayton, Alexis Zotos, News 4. All right, again, that came from KMOV. And I really, it just gets me. It gets me to the point because now there's five kids, two grandkids, without parents, without the parents, at least for the five kids. And then there's two kids that will never know who the grandparents are again. And the thing is, is that this was totally probably preventable. This guy has already been it, a jerk, a screw up, once or twice already. Why do the courts, why do the courts actually go ahead and allow these people to get back on the streets? What are the prosecutors doing? Are we going too soft on these guys? But yet, you'll be harder on other people. I just don't get it. There has to be a drop-dead date, a drop-dead time that these things will happen. If it happens, lock them up for six months. If it happens again, you lock them up for a year and give them a big fine. A couple of examples have got to be made in order to make a statement. It seems like the government, and I'm again, this is not a political show, but I have to say, every now and then I do see the government making examples of people in different things that happen. Let's make it happen here. Let's make it so these kids' parents did not die in vain. Because as of now, I think they did. And to me, oh man, that is not good. That's not good. And now, other people are now in responsibility mode of raising these kids and they will never know who their parents are. They'll never see them again. And like for the smallest one, they'll never know. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. You can get all the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in a keyword, DistractedDB. All right, so here's a story that I got from WKRG. And this story here, and, and I guess I need a little more clarity on this. Uh, and I guess I, get, I will get the clarity uh, probably when the audio plays. I can honestly tell you this. I know that an RSO, okay, a school resource officer. Now, I don't know what a school resource officer actually does. In certain states, what they actually are, what are they, guidance counselors? Are they the principal? Are they, what are they? But yet, somebody who was supposed to be in charge, somebody who was in an authoritarian position, authority position, authoritarian position, they went ahead and did something totally screwed up. And again, this story comes from K, 
All right, this story comes from W uh, W R G W R. Oh, see, I'm all messed up today. Oh man, that last story got me going. And now, once I get off derailed, once I get derailed, that's it. It's over. It's like, you know, it is not working for me. Okay, WKRG, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Baldwin County Sheriff's deputy is on paid administrative leave following her DUI arrest over the weekend. Debbie Williams is live in Baldwin County. And Debbie, Lisa Bedgood isn't just a deputy, she's a school resource officer. Exactly right. She's a much loved and respected school resource officer at Delta Elementary. She was not on campus today. She may not be there for a while or at all. I would say a so. A different school resource officer was on campus here when school began this morning. School officials and staff are not saying anything about the arrest. According to Mobile Police, they got a call to Autumn Ridge Drive after a vehicle was seen hitting a parked truck and leaving the scene. Someone followed that vehicle, called police, and then identified the driver who had hit the truck as Lisa Bedgood, who police say failed a field sobriety test and was taken into custody. Bedgood has been charged with driving under the influence, has been placed on administrative leave, and an internal investigation has begun with the sheriff's office. She will remain on leave pending the outcome of that investigation. And Lisa Bedgood has been with the Baldwin County Sheriff's Office for five years. Live on the Baldwin County Beat, Debbie Williams, WKRG, News 5. All right, now that story came from WKRG News 5, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But I will tell you this. I knew she was a police officer. I didn't want to bring it up in my intro of that because I don't want anybody to think that, oh, my God, he's just going to talk about that part. Because I think it's important. Yeah, she is an officer or was an officer. As of today, I think she still is. I don't know, but she's locked up. But my thing is she has influence over students somewhere. Somewhere along the way, a school resource officer has influence with students. That, to me, is bigger than her being an officer. Although it is like 49% over like 50%. 50%, I know, as a school resource officer, I would slam that. Just let her know. Boom, you are locked up. As 49%, again, I'd lock her up, take her away her badge. She's no longer an officer. But then, it's much easier, I think, in my mind, they make an example of her from the student's aspect because students will react to something like that. Oh my gosh, so-and-so did this. She's no longer here. Well, the DA, the, the law enforcement, they are really thinking about this. I'm just saying. I might be wrong, and quite honestly, sometimes I do I feel like I'm wrong, but other times, no, I'm going to nail it. Boom. I nailed it. Lock her up. Oh, throw away the key. Oh, 31 days. I don't know if I can go the rest of the year. All right, we'll be back right after this. You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. 
Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. Sure, sure. Some people are going to think that I'm pretty evil and mean and everything that I should probably tailor down my show just a little bit. But no, I'm not going to tailor it down. If I feel that you did something screwed up, where you freaking killed somebody, or you could potentially kill somebody, I want you locked up. Lock them up. Driving is a privilege. Driving is a privilege. And some people take advantage of it. And other people are not here because of that. Think about that. Think about if it was your parents that were killed. Think about it if that school resource officer, who is also a police officer, was in your school district, was in your city, was in your town. Think about that. And then that will tell you what I'm thinking. Because I know bottom dollar If it was you behind the microphone, and anybody can do podcasts nowadays, yeah, you'd be saying the same thing. You'd be preaching the same song and dance. I can tell you, I can preach it because I was nearly killed by somebody who was a distracted driver. And once you get behind the wheel and you're behind the wheel, put the glove or put the cell phone in your glove box. You don't need to have it in your hands. It's freaking raining the other day, and yet they're still doing that. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Uh, Here's a quick story from uh, NBC2. This lady caused $10,000 worth of damage in four minutes. Think about that. NBC2, appreciate the sound. That is a busy sidewalk. There's a lot of bus stops along that route. 
She might not have hurt anyone else, but she's accused of causing $10,000 worth of damage in just 11 minutes. Thanks for staying up with us. I'm Christina Mendez. Collier County deputies say that this woman right here, Christine Kramer, was driving drunk when she crashed her car into an electrical box. Our Zach Barrett talked to someone who says she feels lucky that she wasn't on the sidewalk when this crash all happened. Collier County deputies say Christine Kramer got to this restaurant at about 5 o'clock. But her biggest mistake coming when she tried to get behind the wheel. As she's accused of causing $10,000 worth of damage just five miles away. I often run in the morning and I see lots of people out on, on their bicycles and people going to the bus stop. Naples residents like Casey, thankful she was not out jogging when this car jumped the sidewalk, hitting this electrical box head on. Drunk driving, it's, it's not something I like to admit happens, but we know it's out there. Creamer disregarding the rules of the road, driving about five miles before deputies say she lost control at this busy intersection. There were three trucks at the light, and I thought maybe the traffic light wasn't working. The crash knocking out these traffic lights. This security footage showing the moment first responders rushed to Creamer's side. I think people need to know that um, people get out of hand. Deputies say Creamer was taken to the hospital. After getting checked out there, deputies say she still blew a .157, which is about twice the legal limit. It can affect people's careers. It can affect their lifestyle. It can affect um, the choices that they get to make in the future. Creamer telling deputies she was confused why she was under arrest, not remembering the incident even happened. And that's just irresponsible behavior, and I don't think that's something that we want in our community. Prompting some to say two words that could have made all the difference in Creamer's night. Take Uber. Those living in the area say their power did not go out and that this electrical box was replaced early Friday morning. Creamer has since bonded out of jail. I'm reporting in Naples tonight. Zach Barrett, NBC2. All right, again, NBC2, I appreciate the sound. Uh, you know, quite honestly, to tell you the truth, are you kidding me? She doesn't even freaking remember why she is being arrested. How intoxicated do you have to be to get to that level? Get her off the street. Get her off the freaking street. Until next show, be safe. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? And put your cell phone in the freaking glove box. I almost said something else, but kids might listen to this show. Be safe, everybody.